How do you achieve lasting change in your organization? How do you get results without depending on short-term motivation tactics? I have failed so many times personally and professionally in this area. Create an incentive, turn the music up louder, add another New Year's resolution to the pile. Incentives, pump-up music, and resolutions aren't bad necessarily, but we all know that they don't lead to transformation, and that's what we really need. Welcome to the Impact of Leadership podcast, where we believe that no one drifts into excellence. I'm your host, Steve Shear, and today's episode serves up a problem and solution that's part of the human condition. My guest today is William Deck, the success mindset coach at Mind Business LLC. His organization focuses on transformation of culture through working with individuals and their mindset personally. As you will hear, William starts with the issues on a human level, and the results grow from that work rather than the constant hustle of carrot and stick, motivation and fear. You will gain a lot in the next 25 minutes, so please enjoy the conversation with William Deck. Our, our mantra that we've had within our organization is people and businesses don't need motivation, they need transformation. So when we talk about transformation, we talk about a fundamental paradigm shift of mind, of thinking. In order to be able to make a change, it starts with thought. So we believe that thinking is the genesis of all creation. And then the second step of creation, which we'll talk about later a little more, is our emotional response to that thought. And then um, that thought and that emotion um, will then fire up the imagination. And then we get things really going. And that's what we believe. And so we start with the thought process. And transformation is a paradigm shift of thought from usually negative to positive, right, as far as the overall orientation. And so when we talk about success mindset, uh, success mindset is really all about being able to train your mind to focus on what you truly want. And if you're going after what you truly want with passion and desire and courage, then you are successful. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, when you accomplish the goal, that's good. But it's the pursuit that makes you who you are or helps to train you to become the person that you need to become in order to ultimately get to that ultimate success. And so success mindset is all about that. It's about the process. It's about trusting yourself, loving yourself, and enjoying it. Because who you become along the way is what's going to matter most. Okay. So I did see on uh, the Mind Business website that, that that phrase that you said, that specific one, people and businesses don't need motivation. They need transformation. And I'd love to hear you know, from your take, what's sacrificed if we focus on motivation over transformation? I'd love to know, like, what have you seen? What, 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 are we, what are we missing out on? As an individual or an overall organization, when we focus on motivation, what we are sacrificing is the change itself, right? Fundamental change and shift of thinking. Because if we get our thinking right, then our entire lives get back on track or get on the track that we want it to be on. But most people don't focus. When you're motivated for the moment, it's great, right? It's a short-term incentive to get a particular task done. When you are transformed by the renewing of your mind, then you are a different person. And if you are a different person individually, and that happens with several people within your organization, the organization will be different and be able to have new opportunities that were not originally available. Because now we can see more, we can see things clearly. And that's what it's really all about. Motivation is good. Motivation is needed at time, but it's not gonna take you to the finish line. Being self-motivated, or self-inspired rather, 
via transformation because you see the world and yourself differently is what actually gets things done on a consistent basis that will take you from step to step to step. I recognize the phrase you said in there. I've heard it somewhere before, the trans- oh, being transformed by the renewal of your mind. That's good. That's good, man. Uh, so I don't want to miss anything here before I ask my next question. Is there anything between transformation, motivation, that in, in modern business that we should just nail down before we jump into you know, the, the meat of the law of the mind? Yeah. And, you know, I would just say kind of a general, you know, idea around the whole thing is that as organizations, if we really focus on transformation, we have an impact to, we have an opportunity rather to truly impact people. And if we impact people at the heart of the matter, which starts with their mind and then it, then it trans, you know, transfers to their heart or their belief systems, then we have an opportunity to really build relationship and loyalty with our team because we've shown them that they matter. Right. So, if motivation could be um, a way of showing um, that we're doing something, transformation or supporting the process of transformation within the, with the individual within your organization is a way of showing that you value them as a human being, that you want to see them shine, whether they stay with you or not. And for that reason, most times they're going to stay with you. I'd love to, to really get into it now. And this is maybe even deeper than uh, what we were talking about before. But as I went through pieces of, of content on your website and then social media, there's a ton there. So if you would, could you distill down for us the law of the mind? You know, what is the law of the mind and, and why does it matter? To, to be very succinct, the law of mind states that what you think you feel, what you feel you imagine, and what you imagine you become. So it basically encapsulates the three steps of the creative process from the invisible to the visible, which starts with our thought. And then the second step, as I mentioned before, is our emotional nature or our emotional connections to our thoughts, right? That's step two. That's the middle ground. And then uh, step three is how do our thinking processes consistently, our consistent thinking process and our consistently consistent emotional responses to our thoughts impact our imagination or what we see in our mind's eye how we perceive or see our future uh, unfolding. Do we see a positive future that includes success at all levels for us, that includes peace of mind, that includes us as individuals being whole? Can we actually see that? And if we can't, then that's going to always impact everything in the inverse way, which will be our emotional nature, which means unstable emotions, right? unstable thinking processes that stem from unstable emotions. And so if you go up and down the paradigm from thought to imagination, back and forth, they impact one another and it almost reverberates. But ultimately, the law of mind is very, very clear. If you understand the three attributes of the mind itself and how it works, then we can begin to distill what's not going right. If something's not going right in our lives from a perception perspective, from an attitude perspective, we know we have to start with our thoughts. Okay, well, if our thoughts are decent, well, then let's go to our emotional responses. Sometimes we're thinking, okay, but we have no no control of our emotions. We respond quickly. People can say things to us or a thought flies in our head and then all of a sudden we're, you know, making enemies, right? We know we're almost seeing shadows. And then, of course, once again, if the imagination is off track, then we already know where it starts. And so either way, we have an opportunity to be able to say, Let's look at this from a step-by-step process of how our mind works and filters out content, and let's begin to address it at each level 
so that we can harmonize our mind and focus or, or first and foremost decide and then focus on what our goals really are. What do we really want and how are we going to get there? And we know if we want a positive outcome, we can't think negatively and we can't feel bad about ourselves and the world around us. Right. Because that's going to impact our imagination and, and, and so on and so forth. And so it gets to be a little more scientific and specific so that we know that if we're having issues, it's in those three areas and that's it. So we know that we do have the opportunity to make change or to make transformation. It's just a matter of being able to go through the process. And that's for many people is extremely empowering because I don't know about you, but in the past, when I was much younger, when I was having challenges in my life mentally and emotionally, I didn't really know where to start. Like I would just try different things out and it seemed like nothing really worked or would work for a little while or I would have moments of insight. But I, I, it, was, it was almost like I could see like the flash of light, but I couldn't stay in the light. And now this is really about understanding what the light is, which is understanding. And how do we actually go into that? Um, because all of us want to be able to know or to have clarity. Because when you don't know, then fear breaks out. Fear is the idea that I don't know. But when you know, there's no reason to be afraid anymore. You can calm down your emotions, right? You can calm down your thinking. And once again, the law of mind works automatically whether you believe in it or not. Because it's truth. It's, it's not an idea. And until I got to that space and I accepted that truth and began to apply it in my life, I just continued to suffer because I didn't know. And that was very frustrating. And it's all, and, and, and it was also disempowering because I had been on this path of trying for a long time and it just wasn't enough. So there's two things that I want to ask follow-up questions on. You said, think what you think you feel. What you f- Can you run through those three things for us again? Yes. What you think, you feel. What you feel, you imagine. And what you imagine, you become. Before we get into that imagination, how how do you, and maybe it does tie to this, but how do you do this with business leaders and their teams? What are some functional things that you do with them to uh, reorient? Because this seems like a huge shift from, uh, you know, carrot and stick kind of mentality to a transformation of, you know, inside out. Yeah. So so with organizations, there, there's been three ways that we've been able to engage them. Uh, first and foremost, uh, educational workshops, because a lot of these topics and, you know, mental principles and, and, and universal laws of mind, like, like this is a lot of stuff that's very abstract for most people, clearly, because if most people knew this stuff, we, the world would not be <laughs> going in the way right. that it is. Right, right, um, right. And, and so the education piece is necessary, right? So it's it's not just, you know, someone or, or an organization or, you know, hundred people sitting in front of me and I'm just, you know, presenting and, and they're just taking notes. It's really about having the education piece. So of course I'm teaching, but we're also having uh, dialogue back and forth because as people are getting revelations or seeing how it applies to them, and then they ask a question or they have a comment, all it's doing is helping to in- empower someone else either to continue thinking or to help to validate what they're thinking. Right. And so robust conversation with these educational stuff via workshops is very, very important. Uh, number two, we have team building exercises. Because you can teach someone and, and give them the foundation, so, you know, from, from an from information perspective. But then how does it actually apply to us? So the team building exercises helps to, of course, connect teams and individuals, but they help to reinforce some of the ideas that we initially discussed. Another thing that's very, very important that needs to happen is that we actually um, have created our own personal self-assessments, as well as taking some, some standard, um, you know, uh, very established and well-known uh, self-assessment so that people can also have some uh, have an opportunity to be able to come up and, or come away with some of those clear revelations to make sure 
that sure. with those first two activities, if they don't get it there or if they're, if they're almost there, these self-assessments will help to clarify whatever else is remaining. And that's really kind of the three ways that we really engage because we want to make sure that with all that we're doing, uh, we hit the mark. And so the education piece is standard. Um, but we also want to make sure that we help to fill in, you know, in, any, any particular gaps in understanding as we're going through this. Honestly, it's, it's the, the entire thing is the journey of self-discovery. Um, and then, you know, the, the, the last thing that we do that's um, the final catch-all is one-on-one coaching. And so we have mm-hmm. one-on-one coaching where this executive level or, you know, anyone else within the organization. And that one-on-one coaching is about helping to meet people where they are. Um, and to ensure that they get clarity on what are some of those sticking points. What are some of that negative subconscious programming that is keeping you from going far to where you want to be? What's holding you back? And once people understand that it's them, it's no one else and it's no thing else, then that is um, extremely empowering because removing those negative subconscious patterns and ultimately replacing them with positive ideas, which happens in the workshops and happens in the team building exercises, it happens in the self-assessments because that's what they're catered to do. The coaching mm-hmm. is just that one-to-one so that as people are going through that process in their own minds, there's someone, help to, there's someone there, which, which tends to be me, uh, to uh, help to, to, to you know, answer questions, to gauge clarity, to help to validate you know, their feelings and different things like this. And this isn't you know, psychiatry because I'm not a psychiatrist, I'm not a psychologist. I meet people where they are and I've been in the darkest valleys in my own personal journey. And so I know what it feels like. I know the thoughts, I know the emotions. And all I'm there is it helped you shoulder to shoulder to walk through it and let you know along the way. You know, you said education is paramount or key. Listener, as, as you're paying attention to what William is saying, I encourage you to check out his website, check out, and we'll have it in the show notes, uh, check out his uh, LinkedIn and other social media. He is huge on on education and educational videos, um, snippets, you know, from 45 seconds up to five, 10 minutes long. So check that stuff out. Um, cause he's about it. Um, you know, and speaking of that, some of that social media posts and that kind of thing about a year ago, I think it was ish, uh, you posted a video about the importance of imagination and, and I want to tie it back to just the things you were mentioning before and go a little bit deeper in imagination. So imagination seems to be directly tied to this conversation of mindset and success. So how do you view imagination in light of personal transformation? Yeah, I think our imagination is everything. Um, There are so many powerful quotes about imagination, but one by Albert Einstein, I think, helps to encapsulate it. Albert Einstein, when uh, talking about imagination, he said that imagination is more important than knowledge. Knowledge is limited, but imagination encircles the globe, which basically is to say that imagination is unlimited. And whether it was Nikola Tesla, Albert Einstein, other great thinkers, athletes, um, across the board, business leaders, they all have one thing in common. They understand the power of the imagination, meaning if you can see it in your mind's eye and have an emotional connection to that, that mental movie that you are playing, then you have the ability to basically on the invi- or, or within the invisible realm to touch that new reality in your mind's eye. It's almost like a preview of life's coming attractions. Think about yourself having a dream and it's like, you know, there's something that you're reaching for. You can touch it in a dream and then you wake up. Well, imagination is basically the waking version of that. If you can actually touch it or experience it or see it clearly in your mind, 
then that is the precursor for manifesting in your life. And it's said over and over again throughout tens of thousands of years of history. They're all saying the same thing. Imagination is reality. It's seeing things before they happen. And once you can see it, and once you have seen it in your mind's eye, it has already happened. It's just a matter of keeping that vision as alive and as clear as possible because it's coming. We're going to pause for 25 seconds-ish to talk about burnout. It's real and maybe more prevalent in our recent history than the last 30 years. Here's how you know you're dangerously close to burnout. Your healthy routines are in shambles or non-existent. Optimism seems like a distant memory. You know for sure that people are mainly out to screw you over. And if I were to ask you, who do you lean on for support? You'd say, next question. We believe you were made for community. It won't save you, but it can help give you oxygen and perspective. Real connections with real business leaders focused on real growth. Click the link in the notes that says IOL community for more information. Now, let's get back to William. You know, before I move on to this next uh, this next point, because I want to know more about you and I, w- I want our listeners to know about more about you and your journey. Um, are there any off the top of your head, you know, gut reaction? Um, you, you quoted Albert Einstein, but are there other resources, people, places that you have leaned on over the years in your development that, that people, you know, you, you want people to know about? I would say there are a few individuals that have really been helpful in my journey. And, and you can actually find a lot of his work on, on YouTube. So you don't have mm-hmm. to necessarily, you know, find books and things like that because he has some of his audio books posted. But his name is Dr. Joseph Murphy. He was a uh, doctor in the psychology realm, but he uh, taught extensively on the mental principles that I talk a lot about. Um, and he would go into extreme detail, gives tons of stories and, and anecdotes. But for me, at the very beginning of this transformation process, I, I randomly, which I know it's not random, it happened for a reason. I came across one of his videos, uh, someone had posted on, on, on YouTube and listening to that first video um, helped to begin to clarify some of the things that I was feeling and seeing and experiencing because it was like I was in like this, this twilight of like all this information coming in so fast. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Joseph Murphy was one of the people that helped me to clarify it. I would also say that Lawrence Scoville Shin, she was a, a female author. Uh, she talked about a lot of these things a whole lot. Uh, she's a great resource, and there's so many others. And the awesome thing about it is, if you search um, Dr. Joseph Murphy or Florence Scoville Shin, then the other people that speak in, the, in, in that same realm and, and amongst that same expertise, all then begin to quickly uh, pop up. Because one more recently, his name is uh, Wayne Dyer. Um, and he was an, another great thinker. He talked about a lot of these things a whole lot, the law of attraction and really how all this works. Super, super powerful. So there's many, but those are three to start with. And YouTube is great because they always bring in the familiar content and you can just go down a rabbit hole of enlightenment and it's really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Using the algorithms to actually <laughs> improve exactly. mindset and life. It's good. Thank you for that. So you, you speak with people and businesses constantly about success and healthy mindset. And so I'm interested to hear uh, about you personally. So what's been the most surprising discovery that you've made about yourself along the way? The biggest or the most surprising revelation that I think I had, I I, I came to this revelation probably about three, maybe four years ago. I realized, um, and I've lived this out over and over again, 
that the only limiting factor that I had in my life was what I believed to be true. And, even, and at a deeper level, I would say the only limiting factor that I've experienced in my life or that exists in my life is what I believe that I deserve. I think from the perspective of forgiveness on one end and deservingness on the other end, those two, if we were, if we were to um, say, okay, if we could identify two areas that if people were to address directly, you get the most bang for their book as far as mental and emotional transformation, mindset transformation, attitude transformation. And it is forgiveness and worthiness because if you feel unworthy or unforgiving based on past mistakes, based on experiences, and if you feel that unworthiness as well based on you know, self-limited beliefs of family members and things that were put into your head as a small child and negative experiences along the way, you will always self-sabotage at any level that you try to experience higher than what you believe you deserve. If you don't believe you deserve it, you will kick it away just like a, you know, a, you know, a bar of gold, but you think it's a tin can. That's how life works. Man. So, uh, when's your book coming out? Cause dang, man. <laughs> You drop. This is this is. I can't wait to listen to this episode. And I'm 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 on. You know, I get to benefit from this before everybody else does. But I could. Man, this is great. This is so good. I absolutely love this stuff. Two things that I would love to. You know, take several minutes if that's what it, if that's what it takes. But two things to close us out. First, um, you know, where would you direct us to uh, for for people that are listening and that want to keep the dialogue going with you? And then uh, second. What do you want to leave the leader who, who's listening to this conversation with? Yeah, yeah. Um, I would say so. So first and foremost, as far as connecting with me, um, I am on LinkedIn. I am on Instagram and as well as Facebook. And you can find me at, at, at William B. Deck. So that's William B as in boy Deck. D as in David E.C.K. So at William B. Deck on those three platforms, you can find me. Um, and I have contact information on, on all of those. Um, and then as far as what I want to leave leaders with, um, if there was one idea that I could leave anyone with, including leaders, is that um, because we already know that hurting people hurt people, we have to also understand on the other side of that, that healed people heal people. It's important to understand that even though the topics that I'm talking about are definitely outside the box and I've been in corporate for over a decade. So I know that almost all this stuff, at least in the past was like, yeah, we don't talk about that or this is not what we're here for. I agree with that, but look around you, you know, what's going on in your heart. You know, have you struggled? We've seen the all time high of, of terrible things like self harm, alcoholism, abuse, and otherwise our society has broken down. People are afraid. People are lost. I'm not coming here to tell anybody that I have all the answers. What I am here to do is to help you and your teams find themselves, get clarity on what they want, what you want, what the organization wants, why do you want it, and does it truly align with the goals that you've set forth? If it does, that's awesome. But for most of us, if we're honest, the answer is no, because corporations or businesses have particular goals and personal needs are totally separate. All I'm doing is suggesting that they're one and the same. And that in order to be able to have sustainable um, levels of, of success um, in holistic areas, mind, body, and spirit, we're going to have to bring this kind of stuff into the boardroom, onto the job to help people to begin the process of healing. 
because this hurt and this pain did not start as adults. It started as children because science says in the first seven to eight years of life, that's when our subconscious mind is put into its uh, default mode. And most of us are adults dealing with childhood wounds in bigger bodies. So once again, I'm not a psychologist, I'm not a psychiatrist, but I'm a great observer of life. And I've been through hell and back. And I know what it's like to live hell on earth and heaven on earth. It's not perfect, but there is a way to get to that heavenly or that peaceful state, not perfection. And we can do this individually and we must so that we can have transformation within organizations and change the culture that something's going to be sustainable for the next 25 to 50 years. Because it's not going to be do as I say and not as I do and all the stuff from the industrial age because we're in the fourth industrial revolution. Times have changed and, and everyone already knows the younger generations, they're not taking no mess and they're not listening to nothing dumb if you're not doing it and if the organization is not living by it. So let's understand that and let's start anew. And that's what I'm here to help with. Man, that is a great way to end this episode. William, thank you so much for taking time. Uh, thank you for living this stuff out and for, for just bringing 25 minutes of just awesome content, man. I really appreciate it. And you're right here in Southeastern Wisconsin, which makes it even more sweet for me living, you know, 20 minutes from you. So that's, that's awesome. Thank you again for the time today. Yes, sir. Thank you. I appreciate it, Steve. Takeaways and action items. First, the takeaways. What you think, you feel. What you feel, you imagine. What you imagine, you become. Think, feel. Feel, imagine. Imagine, become. Number two, forgiveness and worthiness. This was really good when he said this. Two major reasons that we might not be seeing transformation. Action items. Think about how you approach the culture where you work. Are you utilizing motivation techniques and hoping for transformation results? Are you yourself willing to do the work on your own mindset? If yes to both of those things, check out the links below to connect further with William and his team. Now I ask every podcast to consider giving us a review and whatever platform you're using, but here's an example of one that came in recently. I've never done this before. Mal Foxley, thank you for the five stars and the kind words. Here's what Mal Foxley said. Great show. Steve, the host of the podcast, highlights aspects of leadership, success, and more in this Can't Miss podcast. The host and expert guests offer insightful advice and information that is helpful to anyone that listens. Dang. I don't even think that I'm that great. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, thanks for that, Mal Foxley. If you hear this, shoot an email to info at impactofleadership.com, and I'll send you some IOL swag, you know, stickers, and things like that. And if you, listener, thought of someone during this episode, please consider sending them this episode with a note of encouragement. We love the multiplying effect of how leaders, when they hear a thing that encourages folks, the multiplying effect of that that we don't even ever know about, but it happens and it keeps us going. It's awesome. We have over 100 episodes that will aid in your growth as a leader. So follow or subscribe on whatever platform you're using. You'll have access to all of them just like magic. And as a reminder, don't forget to check the show notes. There's content and connections waiting for you. Now, I can't wait to be with you again soon. But until then, from all of us at the Impact of Leadership, thanks for listening. <laughs>